See, my servant will act wisely. He will be raised and lifted up and highly exalted, just as there were many who were appalled at him. His appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any human being, and his form marred beyond human likeness. So he will sprinkle many nations, and kings will shut their mouths because of him. For what they were not told, they will see, and what they have not heard, they will understand. Who has believed our message, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot, and like a shoot out of a dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that he that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and he held and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before its shears is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. Yet who of his generation protested? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of many people, he was punished. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and the rich in his death. Now that's Isaiah 53. Um, that's actually verses 1 through 9. Uh, Isaiah 53. That was written by the prophet Isaiah before Jesus was even born. Did you know that? That's Isn't that trippy? That was written before Jesus was even born. And it's talking about Jesus. That whole thing is talking about Jesus Christ, the coming of Jesus Christ before he was even born. That's to me, is awesome that the Bible can show me things like that. You know, that God talked through Isaiah and Isaiah put it on this paper for me to read and understand that to me. That's totally awesome. Um, I've got a Bible right now that I'm not really crazy about this particular Bible because uh, it's not the King James version. I want the original. I want I don't want the words changed a little bit here and there because you can actually change the meaning of what's going on there um, by changing the words. And I don't like that. But uh, isn't that awesome? Before he was even born on earth, before he was even here, God spoke through Isaiah and reported that he was coming. This prophet wrote this in the Bible before Jesus even got here. I mean, that's awesome. That. <laughs> That's so much, that's so, um, I could just really feel that. That's awesome. Um, God speaks directly to us through that Bible, directly. I mean, there's no talking in circles. He's speaking directly to us through that Bible. 
God's words coming through us onto the paper. That's awesome. That's totally awesome. And you can read on through it. It goes on. That, that is an awesome story. Uh, an awesome profiting or, or uh, that's an awesome. That's just, God's word. It's awesome. It's totally awesome to, to see that he told the people before Jesus was even born. He told the people that Jesus was coming and they, the Christians, very few uh, knew that he was coming. And they knew when he got here, John, John knew right away. John was actually a cousin of Jesus. Uh, John knew right away that uh, he was the Christ. He knew it. Um, gosh, the Bible is such an awesome story. Um, and I think people get upset because they read some parts of the Bible and then other parts are contradicting. Uh, you think they're contradicting because that's the way you're reading it. Um, you're not supposed to try and read it in a contradicting way to try and uh, prove it to be wrong. Um, and if there's anything wrong in that Bible, God is powerful enough. Don't you think he would have fixed that by now? I'm pretty sure he's not going to make any mistakes to begin with. So everything in there, um, of course, laws changed since then and cultures changed and situations changed and all that. But the core value of it is still there for everyone. Um, the Bible is awesome. I hear people talk bad about um, different preachers and and like Joel Osteen. I uh, used to have people tell me, don't listen to Joel Osteen. He's a feel-good preacher. And I'm like, you know, okay, I understand what you're, where you're coming from. Kind of, but don't hate on Joel Osteen for preaching the word, you know, for, for telling good, happy stories. That's what they don't like that he tells stories, uh, uplifting stories. They want direct stories directly from the Bible, which is understandable. Well, then just don't watch it if that's not your kind of thing, you know, watch something else, but don't rag on him. I mean, so what if the guy tells uplifting stories? I kind of like his stories. So anyway, um, it's a beautiful day out here in Washington in the great Northwest. Uh, beautiful rainy day. Yeah, you know I like to rain. I prefer the snow more. Um, but I can pretty much adapt to any any climate. I just don't prefer not to adapt to the heat. I, I'm not into the heat. It can keep that. <laughs> it just it does not feel good to me. It gets me all uh, agitated. Anyway, God bless y'all. Praise Jesus.